You're like remodeling your entire office. I I oh, need to freaking clean so bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I just moved chairs. As I'm talking, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at you on Zoom, and you don't have your headphones on. You're just wandering around about. Uh, fuck. Where's my bourbon? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're gonna do another dramatic pause. Comma. <laughs> Please stand by. Okay, I'm back. Such, All right. Such a mess. <laughs> I'm leaving some of that in. Why? Why would you do because that? Because not nothing. I just the hilarity prior to this point. All right. Well, what's going on? <laughs> Not a whole hell of a lot. Just been super busy right. with uh, life. Mm-hmm. I uh, just got back from my second Eagle Scout board of review this month. The first one I did, I was the I was on a board for the first female to receive her Eagle Scout from our district, and she just happened to be from our troop. Aren't Eagle Scouts males? N- no scouting has allowed girls into the program since uh, like 2017 or something, 2018. Are there boy brownies? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not going to get into that. I, I didn't realize. I, I know I heard conversation at some point in history about uh, kind of opening up the ranks you know, not that I have a problem with it. I mean, hey, if you can do the job, then I don't care who you are. But Well, so the misconception is that this is new. When in reality, the explorers and the adventurers have been allowing uh, teenage girls into their programs um, for a long time. Now, that doesn't sound like anything crazy until you realize that explorers and adventurers fall under the umbrella of Boy Scouts of America. Right. So for them to finally bring the, say, quote-unquote, Boy Scout program, which is now Scouts BSA, up to speed with the rest of the programs to allow girls, it seems kind of backwards, I guess. Mm. I mean, But they still call it Boy Scouts of America. Scouts BSA. Okay, so... What's the B? Okay. All right. Well, I, mean, I guess I would, I, with that confusion, I suppose. Looks. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not that one. I don't even know why I do this anymore. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seaguard as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. All right, intro's out of the way. All right. So I have no idea what this episode is going to even be. Well, just have to see where it goes. (laughs) Well... Sometimes when we just uh, kick back and see where it goes, it ends up being a little dangerous. So, yeah. Anyway, going back to before, it looks like uh, October of 2017, the BSA announced 
programs to allow females into single gender Cub Scout dens and Boy Scout troops, venturing, sea scouting, and the STEM Scouts pilot program. Explorers remain fully co-ed. So it just brought the, the quote-unquote Boy Scouts up to speed with everything else they were doing. So anyway. I'm not into the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, uh, whatever. I'm just not into it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's good that you are, you know, I mean, you have kids, so uh, that's part of life. <laughs> it would be kind of weird for you. Like, it would be super weird for me. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you boo? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, we're going to the national park. Anybody want to hop in my minivan without windows? Free candy on the side. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, should we get military history out of the way or do you got something else going on? No. Let's do this. It's right. not a lot in comparison. In comparison. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, here we go. It's time for military history. Holy shit. You got it right. <laughs> there you go. I did it wrong in reverse. August 28th to September 3rd, 2022. Here's your military history. Okay. August 29th. Starting off with a birthday in uh, 1809, a uh, physician and author, Oliver Wendell Holmes, was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts. He once wrote, a moment's insight is sometimes worth a life experience. His poem, Old Ironsides, aroused popular sentiment in the 1830s, which helped save the historic frigate USS Constitution from destruction. Who wants to see a bunch of people in the 1830s get aroused? Mm, in their wool pants? <laughs> I can't get no airflow, Captain. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Moving along to August 31st of 1786. Shays' Rebellion began in Massachusetts as the ex-Revolutionary War captain, Daniel Shays, led an armed mob. The rebellion prevented the Northampton Court from holding a session in which debtors, mostly poor ex-soldiers, farmers, and others, were to be tried and likely put in prison. Following... This, in September, Shays' troops prevented the Supreme Court sessions at the Springfield, Massachusetts. Early in 1787, they attacked the federal arsenal at Springfield and but were soon routed and fled. Shays was sentenced to death but was pardoned in 1788. By whom? By them. Oh, okay. They. All right. I mean, was that one of those things where it's like, we needed to pin the tail on some donkey you were it, and later right. on in life, we realize, you did, you did, it wasn't you. So we're going to sentence you to death, but then a year later, you're pardoned. Right. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. September 1st. All right. September 1st, 1715. The Sun King, King Louis the Fourteenth, 
XIV of France, he died. Bummer. He had ruled since the age of five and was succeeded by his five-year-old great-grandson, Louis the 15th. So remember last week you were like, or last time you were like, which Louis? Because there was like a hundred of them. Louis, Louis. That's the Ah. guy. Hey, you know what? You know, when you think your life is rough, just remember, Louis had to rule when he was five years old. And then his great-grandson did Mm. it too. Yeah. Could you imagine that stress? I mean, all you got to do is rule a country, but you end up making purses. Like you're eating boogers. (laughs) (laughs) Making decisions for, for France. Like you're eating boogers and you're like, hmm, you got, this is you, good. Ha- you have like options on the wall and it's kind of like throwing a dart, but you're just going to be like, oh, I don't know. I guess we're attacking. I just picture, I just picture Ralph from the Simpsons. I'm helping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also on September 1st of 1939 at 5.30 a.m., Hitler's armies invaded Poland, starting World War II in Europe. Fuck Hitler. And fuck that guy, right? Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. All right. Now, moving along to September 1st of 1969. So September 1st of 1969, military officers overthrew the Libyan government. The Libyan Arab Republic was then proclaimed under Colonel Muammar Gaddafi. He was a guy. He caused a lot of problems. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Remember he used to sit on his tractor back in the 80s? Uh, nah, I really don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, but can you get a poster <laughs> of that? I bet I could find a, find a picture and send it to you. Do it. Do it. All right. September 1st of 1923, we have a birthday. Boxing champ Rocky Marciano was born in Brockton, Massachusetts as Rocco Francis... Uh, Marci, yeah, that's a hard word to say. His, I like Marciano. Marciano, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, all right. <laughs> he fought Jersey Joe Walcott for the heavyweight title on September twenty third of nineteen fifty two, and he knocked him out. In nineteen fifty six, he retired as the only undefeated heavyweight champion. He died in a plane crash in nineteen sixty nine. September 2nd, 31 B.C. Oh, shit. The the Roman legions under Augustus Caesar defeated Mark Anthony's naval force at Actium. So there's that. (laughs) There is that. Yep. (laughs) September 2nd of 1752, the British ended their use of the Julian calendar, switching instead to the Gregorian calendar, resulting in a major adjustment as Wednesday, September 2nd, was followed by Thursday, September 14th. The correction resulted in rioting by people who felt cheated and demanded the missing 11 days back. September 2nd, 1789, the third presidential cabinet department, the U.S. Treasury, was established by Congress. It's just something fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally, totally fun. All right, this this is kind of badass because this guy is kind of a personal hero of mine. September 2nd of 1864, during the American Civil War, Atlanta 
was captured by Sherman's army. Mm -hmm. Atlanta is ours and fairly won. General William T. Sherman telegraphed President Lincoln. September 2nd was a busy day. We got a lot going on here. I don't really know why. Hmm. Oh, I suppose because it was the end of the calendar. Oh, yeah. You got to get get all your tasks done when there's no no tomorrow. (laughs) Right. Careful, guys, for jumping 11 days to the future. (laughs) September 2nd. Doc, do we have enough banana peels? Napoleon III surrendered to the Prussians during the Battle of Sedan, resulting in the fall of the Second French Empire. This is a personal favorite day for you. Mm -hmm. September 2nd, 1945, President Harry Truman declared VJ Day, Victory Over Japan Day, commemorating the formal Japanese surrender to the Allies aboard the USS Missouri in Tokyo Bay. You know what a VJ is? (laughs) The Victory Over Japan. Oh. Because if you has if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> All right. September second, also in nineteen forty five, a guy by the name of Ho Chi Minh proclaimed the independence of the Vietnamese of Vietnam and the establishment of the Democratic Republic of Vietnam. Okay. By creating a trail? That came later. Oh, okay. Don't get ahead of yourself. Try not to, but the calendar's running out. September 2nd, 1962. Soviet Russia agreed to send arms to Cuba, leading to the October Missile Crisis after the shipments were discovered by the U.S. Also, September 2nd, 1963. Alabama Governor George Wallace forcibly halted public school integration by encircling Tuskegee High School with state troopers. Remember Forrest Gump? He helped break some of that up. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. That was that whole deal. And we have a birthday on September 2nd of 1948. Krista McAlfie was born in Boston as Sharon Krista Corrigan on January 28th, 1986. The 37-year-old high school teacher was the first ordinary citizen in space. She died on the she died with a crew of six in the space shuttle Challenger explosion. All that, you know, they did a whole investigation on that thing and it was all because of an O-ring. Oh, I bet. Yeah, like a 37 cent O-ring. September 3rd of 1783, the Treaty of Paris was signed by John Adams. Ben Franklin, and John Jay, formerly ending the American Revolutionary War between Britain and the United States. September 3rd of 1838, anti-slavery leader Frederick Douglass began his escape from slavery by boarding a train in Baltimore dressed as a sailor. He rode to Wilmington, Delaware, where he caught a steamboat to the free city of Philadelphia. Then, he took a train to New York City, where he came under the protection of the Underground Railway Network. Hmm. Two more things here. Okay. September 3rd of 1939, Great Britain and France declared war on Nazi Germany 
after the invasion of Poland two days earlier. And finally, September 3rd, 1943, Italy signed an armistice with the Allies during World War II in Europe as the British 8th Army, commanded by General Bernard Montgomery, invaded the Italian mainland from Sicily. Sicily. They make good pizzas. Okay, I'm just going to click the fucking... (laughs) That was military history! I probably need to go clean up the soundboard because apparently everything is jacked up right now. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you should number that stuff or something. <laughs> well. Like what order you're going to play it? Yeah. So I used <laughs> to have everything uh, like organized and and somewhere along the line, I think because I was trying to show other people how to use this software, I think I jacked it all up and. Just haven't gotten back to fixing it. Oh, well. Hmm. Yep. All right. So, what? what's up? Yeah, not a whole lot. I mean, uh, it's it's it, it's the same busy tempo that it always is, you know? Yeah. Um, and we're recording this, what, one day after uh, the episode, what, 56 dropped? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think, I think it was yesterday that it dropped. We were going to record yesterday for the next episode and i just had a lot going on and i could have recorded but i just wasn't uh feeling it i wasn't in the mood so we made today work you know and uh, i I listened back to the last episode and i do want to say that you know sometimes you deal with a lot of stuff and you have a lot of stuff going on and you need an outlet to kind of say hey I need to vent, and and I think that uh, our friendship, this podcast, kind of allowed me to do that. It's it's kind of one of those things where it's you can only do so much, no matter where you're at, you know. And and everybody's different. Some people are very content uh, showing up at uh, their place of work and going through the daily motions and going home. And other people strive to uh, achieve more. And it's always hard when you go into work, whether it's whether it's a job where you just show up, you do your job, you go home, or you show up to your job and strive to do more and make a difference. If there's politics, if there's garbage going on, it frustrates you. And so you need to have some sort of outlet to be able to be like, ah, I've hit my point. I've hit my reaching point. How do I how do I uh stop the uh spaghetti water from boiling over? And I think that's really what last week's or uh the our last episode was really about. Am I the wooden spoon to your boiling pot? You are my wooden spoon, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know what? Yeah. In exactly three days, you know where I'm gonna be? Uh my neck of the woods, I believe. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully uh, we will find time to record an episode, probably another debrief at Fob Cigar. Yeah, those and, are always fun. Yeah, that that's a good one. Uh, and I know that we're talking about uh, maybe partnering up with uh, Spoiler They Die and uh, listening in to a tale of 
tragedy at some point, but I know that the uh, host, or one of the hosts anyway of that podcast, they're settling into their new home, so that's been postponed. But uh, we'll let you know when that comes out, if it if it does in fact happen. Stay tuned. Someone dies. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, it's been... It's been wild. I leave, I come back from from there, and then, oh, let's do not so much military history, but just other history. Okay, On uh, expand. August 28th, 1982, both my brother and my wife were born. All right, so you want to do... Uh, w- w- Happy birthday to my familia. There you go. There you go. See? Yeah. I mean, we, we're always looking for ways to make this fun, yeah. So anyway, we, I come back from there on the 2nd, turn around, take off on the 3rd for Chicago for a week, come back on the 9th, go right into range weekend at drill. Oh, gosh, yeah, range It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's been wild. It's been crazy, you know. Uh, between work and trying to gain back some of my personal time lately. Uh, I I feel that I have donated an extreme amount of my personal time to work and to hobbies. And you know, I have a lot of hobbies. All of the hobbies. All of the hobbies. Yeah. You know, so um, just trying to balance all of that with a little bit of relaxation. And the weird thing is, is that, you know, you kind of create hobbies in my mind. And we can talk about this a little bit, I guess. But, you know, you create a hobby or you have a hobby to take your mind off of everything else. It's something that you enjoy doing that takes your mind away from the stresses of life. But when you get to that point where your hobbies become part of the stress and not part of the relaxation it's like a downward spiral not like a mrt downward spiral but it's just like you're always constantly trying to um uh get your get your head above water so you can take a deep breath because you know you're going to be under again for a bit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah speaking of uh those hobbies yeah do you want to talk about the other thing you're doing? Uh, that's up to you. If you, if I'm if you, game. All right. Uh, so you're you're talking about uh, pandemic guitar, I imagine. I am. Okay. Yeah. So uh, August 11th, pandemic guitar podcast dropped, and that is something that I didn't even realize until uh, it recorded. This has been something we've been trying to kick off for over a year. Uh, This is a podcast that right now it's just audio. Uh, In the future, we plan on uh, doing video as well. We're not sure how we're going to tackle that, but we're we're talking. Uh, But this is a a podcast where myself and my father uh, sit down and we talk just basically anything music as long as it has something to do with the guitar. And my dad has been playing guitar since he was 15, which dates back into the 70s. And I've been trying to learn for about two and a half years now, and I'm still learning. I still suck. So it's really fun for me because I get to learn 
about my dad and his history in the guitar. And hopefully I learned some things. Hopefully the listeners learned some things. Well, I will say the cover art for that is freaking awesome. Yeah, no, and that cost me money because I did not do it. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> no, no. It looks amazing. Yeah. So it's probably worth every penny. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, shoot, I don't know. I think it ended up being like 50, 60 bucks or something on Fiverr.com. Um, I mean, whatever. It's still cool. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Oh. I love it. It was fun listening to you learn about your dad and how you always thought he was uh he ends up being what a Gibson guy? No, so I so I've always known I always thought my dad was a Fender guy, right? But yeah. every time I go over to his house, because everyone's a Fender. Yeah, everybody loves Fender, right? Uh so I every time I go over to my house, you know, it's always Gibson, Gibson. And he's got several different brands, but you know, it's just like oh shit okay he's a gibson guy and then come to find out that uh he's a fender guy hiding behind a wall of gibsons and <laughs> uh it, it it's kind of funny we touch a we touch a little bit on the aftermath of that discovery in episode two which uh pandemic guitar podcast comes out every two weeks on thursday so august 11th was episode number one so uh, do the math, and I think what it, it's offset from our podcast. I can tell you that. Yeah. So uh, EFM launches, and then the next week pandemic, and then uh, EFM, and so, so on and so, and forth. so forth. So it's it's uh, yeah, it's a fun endeavor. Episode one, we had some audio issues. Uh, I think we've solved those audio issues. Episode two. We kind of do a full circle type thing. I haven't really edited that episode yet, but I, you know, I hope I don't know if I'm just going to leave it as a full circle or if I'm going to try to edit it to make a semi-linear line. Okay, that that's okay. So I don't know guitars at all. Is there a, a sound difference between a Gibson and a Fender? I think that's probably a better question for my dad because. Uh, I don't own a Gibson. I, I own uh, one Fender acoustic. I own a Squire, which is produced. It's kind of like the cheap Fender. Uh, like a and, Billy Squire? No, no. So oh. uh, Fender. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> jerk. Uh, and then I have actually, and I'm holding it right now, my Samick, which uh, I bought. I love this guitar. And uh, I bought it for $40 on Facebook Marketplace, and I replaced uh, all the electronics minus the pickups. I was surfing, and I always do this, surfing Facebook Marketplace, looking for a guitar that's cheap, you know, uh, that, that I can save from basically becoming dumpster wood. And I found a Squire, but it looked really odd. I've never seen this Squire before. And so I asked, I messaged the guy and I said, hey, is there a serial number? Because I want to find out what year it is, so on and so forth. So he goes, no, there, there's no serial number. So I did a little bit of researching and found out that it is a, I don't know what year, uh, but it is a Squire SE, uh, which is special edition, I guess. And uh, they are one of the most sought after customizable squires it's uh the cheap guitar that you buy in a beginner kit you know it comes with a guitar an amp a strap and a couple other accessories but it is the most versatile fender that you can buy for dirt cheap and fully customized to make it sound and play like a thousand dollar fender guitar 
Nice. But uh, with that, and I know I don't know if this is I don't know if uh, this is EFM introduces pandemic or not. I don't know if that's what this episode is really about. But as I was doing a little bit of research, I discovered a brand that I've never heard of before uh, called Sire. Uh, and there's another name in there like Sire something guitars. And they compete with Fender at about $200 left, uh, about $200 less. So I'm actually really interested in, in maybe uh, obtaining one of those. Hell yeah. All right. Maybe this is EFM introduces pandemic guitar. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. If you're good with that, you know. I am. Uh, it's All exciting. Right. Oh, uh, let's talk a little bit about analytics. Analytics. Yeah. So uh, chartable. Yes, yeah, so chartable. Um, we, so EFM is uh, like I registered EFM in the beginning with uh, Apple, Google, I think uh, Stitcher, and Spotify, and the, somehow, some way, I don't know how the inner workings function, but we get into other platforms like Overcast and so on and so forth, and. How, if you know how it works, great. If you don't, then just be amazed that it works. But when when we first started, when we first started uh, this podcast, we were on Podbean, and Podbean cost us like 15, 16 bucks a month to host. And I really like it was cool. I could see geographically where people were listening and stuff like that. But ultimately, I really didn't care. Uh, so I said, you know, I can actually host this podcast myself. And instead of paying 15 bucks a month, I can pay 15 bucks a year, but my aunt, here's what I lose. My analytics aren't as great. So then I found chartable and chartable somehow, some way, uh, I, I don't fully comprehend it yet. They are able to monitor and obtain statistics and a whole bunch of stuff, um, for your podcast i couldn't figure out how to make that work with the way that i have our pad our the way that i have our podcast set up for hosting well i figured it out and damn so let's take a dramatic pause here real quick comma comma and now Chartable has only been looking since the, what's today? Let's just be realistic. Today's the 18th. Today's the 18th. So I figured out how to get Chartable working on the 16th. So, okay, in two days. Okay, two days. So how many listens does EFM get per episode? According to last recording, you told me 40. Yeah, yeah, we averaged 35, 40, somewhere in there, right? Yeah. So in two days, how many listens do you think we got? 50. 240. In two days. In two days. I'm not good at math, but that's like a six. 1,500%. See, look. I I don't math. It tells me right here on the screen. Now, I don't know because here's the thing. A lot of those listens are on episode one. So for all I know, that's just chartable indexing, or I, I have no idea. It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't 240, matter. 240 listens. Famous now. 
That's like a million listens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are so, going to be the number one. The number comedy one comedy podcast, podcast in Canada. Yeah. yeah the, the, the Take comedy that, love. Rodrigo. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Ricardo? Yeah, something Whatever. like that. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what the statistics stay, say uh, going forward. I, I I think it's a fluke. I don't think we had that, that many active listeners. But, um, well, you know. Listen to it, you, Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> that's just kind of weird to me, but it's really, I don't know. It, it's cool because now finally, hopefully going forward, we'll actually get to see some statistics, uh, see who's listening from where using what platform and, and so forth. So, so that's entertaining. That that's fun. I think, I think it'll be a good time, but yeah, I guess check out pandemic guitar every other Thursday. So it's a bi-weekly episode. That's me and my father. We just talk things, all things music the first couple episodes will be a little boring because we're just kind of trying to figure out uh, the rhythm we did that at one point in time many many moons ago anytime you got a guitar you need rhythm <laughs> you need rhythm that's right uh so yeah uh, if uh, you jump over there enjoy that obviously uh tell your friends tell your friends tell your mom tell your mom's friends <laughs> i don't want to tell your mom Tell James's yeah. mom. I don't want to tell my mom to listen to this podcast either. Why? <laughs> I'll my... tell your mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, my, my dad probably would listen to it and be like, yeah, whatever. My mom, what the... she she would hear the first F-bomb and be like, mm, no, not doing it. Seagar, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> and she'll pull me aside by the ear. You little motherfucker, I, t- I raised you. But no, she would never and do she's gonna lick. She's going to lick her thumb. Oh, and she's going to clean off a smudge of dirt off your chin. <laughs> that is exactly how step family porn started. God. <laughs> I keep forgetting Probably. your kid listens to this. Who does? Your, your stepsister? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. I'll be right back. She's stuck in the dryer. God damn fucking mix board. Uh, what the fuck? Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. It's in the Get bag. Get us up. Podcast EFM at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Yeah, so we introduce ourselves as Platoon Daddies, Bacon and Seagar, in the intro. So it doesn't make any sense to come out and be like, I'm Sergeant Bacon, I'm Sergeant Seagar, you know, like, so if we condense that intro to just welcome to Eyes Forward March, or here's another episode of Eyes Forward March, or maybe, yeah, join a couple of dudes drinking rippets, fucking up how to spell somebody's name. Yeah, you come out of it, and well, here's another episode. I am Sergeant Bacon, and on the other side of the mic is the guy that you know as uh, Tickle Shits. Sergeant Seagar. The peanut butter to my jelly. Yeah, ex- that exactly. Yep. If you want to do that, I'm all for it. All right. Let's let's look at doing that. And stop rooney, my friend. <laughs>